0: Well, hello everybody. I'm your host, Mario Caballero. This is the Puro Caballero Show episode number 96. I uh, typically will give a big intro, but we're just going to skip all that and get right to it. Um, yeah, the big news that I have to report, unfortunately, I got COVID at uh, some point last week. So, yeah, <laughs> it's put a, quite a wrench into a lot of things. Uh, if you haven't seen me in a couple of days... Being active—it's uh, because of that. So, uh, yeah, pretty much found out last Friday. I took the test uh, right when I got back in Los Angeles. I uh, took a couple tests. Took one in the morning, one of the the free clinic ones, and that result—it didn't come back until Sunday, around one o'clock. So, I had plans to go to Hard Summer for the weekend, and I knew I was going to be around a ton of different people. And so I decided to go ahead and get one of those rapid tests and just pay out of pocket uh, to get that done. And I got the results 30 minutes uh, later after I took the test and came back positive. So, yeah, man, that's why I've uh, been at home pretty much since then, hanging out, not doing very much, Uh, (laughs) running a little bit of a little bit of a stream last night. That was fucking fun. Thank you to everybody who showed up and uh dropped some subs. Big shout out to Valix. he came with the hype, with the raid. We had a high train going at one point. That was really fun, but uh first time that's ever happened on my channel. Appreciate you guys. But it's uh it's been tough, man. It's been I think it's been tougher emotionally on me, mentally on me than it has been actually physically on me because I've been I guess blessed to the point where I don't really have too many bad symptoms. You'll probably hear me be like all congested and stuffed up right now because uh as a result of that that's been the biggest thing for me because it felt initially like i had allergies because i was up in san francisco and you know also so i was going from like san francisco i went up so here's kind of what happened last week with my plans i uh put together a little run of some shows uh to perform comedy at up in northern california because uh, I had a job that I was working and it was on contract position and it had just finished like uh, about a week and a half ago. So like a couple Fridays ago. And so after the job, I drove all the way up to San Francisco, got to hang out with uh, Coach Katie Cash. Shout out to, to Amanda. Uh, very cool people. So I got to hang out with her and my boy Frank. We went to... Uh, SF Folsom 1015 or 1015 Folsom whatever that venue i had never been there before else uh cool little spot and we saw hot since 82 perform so that was pretty fun had a good night there and then the next day went over back to uh, Stockton the 209 I hung out with my family during the day and then I had a comedy show at night um so shout out to Jimmy uh Menezes for Helping me get that spot. That was really cool. Uh, Mike E. Winfield was the headliner on that show. We had a good time. Uh, Shout out to Glory Uh, Magana, I believe, is her last name. Uh, But yeah, she was cool. Funny enough, my cousin Julian, I guess, used to work with her (laughs) like 10 plus years ago, something like that. So it was kind of a small world. So I had a good show. Um, I think my performance was so so. Uh, To be honest, I'm kind of like critical, but I had a fun time. It was a little bit of an older crowd. Kind of more of just like a local vibe of just like the people there uh, in the neighborhood, because it was like the venue was a little bit out of the way. It's out in Turlock, um, but it was cool. It was a cool little spot. The uh, the venue was cool because it was right there next to um, the uh, the water. That's right there. Um, but yeah, that was uh, that was a fun show. So I got to do that, and then I hung around in Stockton for a few days through the weekend. And I had a show like on that Tuesday, and I went on Wednesday uh, over in San Francisco. So, my plan was to just be out there in the Bay and just stick out there for a few days. So, uh, and then come back to Stockton and then run back to LA. Cause, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of what the plan was. But uh, unfortunately, it's not really what happened. <laughs> you know, well, I guess it is what, ha- what happened, but not exactly how I wanted it to. I don't know where at one point or where I got the COVID, but at some point during my stay in San Francisco, I started feeling some symptoms. So uh, I got to uh, crash with night with a friend and like, that's when I first started feeling congested and stuffed up and whatnot. Um, so yeah, I, I'd like go to SF, do the perform the first night, drive around or whatever, have a good time. And then, yeah, like the next day, Wednesday, I felt, you have to excuse me i felt like i had allergies right and i didn't know if my body was just trying to get used to the different weather and the different climates because like in stockton it was like in the 90s hundreds it was really hot and then going over to the bay it was like in the 70s so it was like really really chilly um you know depending on how like the the clouds were in the overcast uh the first day i was out there that tuesday it was pretty perfect i'm not gonna lie we had a good time i was chilling uh went and uh Hung out with uh, Spinurita. Shout out to Angeles. Very, very cool people. Um, so yeah, we uh, smoked a lot of weed at the park and whatnot. But um, yeah, like the next day, I started feeling some symptoms, and went did my comedy show later that night uh, down in uh, SF. Um, that was a interesting one. Uh, the crowds weren't as big. It was kind of interesting. We didn't have as much foot traffic. Um, there was like the baseball game it was the giants dodgers so it's like that's the big big rivalry and everybody was at the ballpark but the other thing too was that because the the bars that we performed at were right next to uh oracle park it's uh all the parking in the area was all taken up too so that was real difficult to find shit but man crazy so i was kind of feeling like a little out of it i felt like i maybe had a little bit of a head cold nothing too severe not nothing crazy symptoms so i didn't necessarily assume that there was covid that i had right so by day three like after i had drove driven i'd driven from the bay back to stockton saw my family and then drove back to la um because i needed to be here last friday i had a gig djing a comedy show with uh that my some friends of mine were throwing over in North Hollywood. So I had to cancel on them <laughs> like day of uh when I found the result. But like I woke up that morning, like that Friday morning just feeling a little concerned just because I was like, fuck, like I have this ticket to the music festival this weekend. I really wanna go. I'm excited for it. I'm making plans for it and everything. But like if like in the back of my mind I was like shit, if I had covid like that's gonna be horrible. Like on on my psyche and just you know, like <clears throat> it'd be hard for me to sleep at night just knowing I I would expose like hundreds and thousands of people to this damn virus uh, without even knowing it hundred percent too. So uh, I figured like yeah let me take this into my own hands and sure enough ended up tested positive. So that's uh, that's where I'm at. Um, everybody's been checking in on me, asking me how I'm feeling. I'm I'm fine for the most part physically. You can see me. Just maybe haven't gotten as much sunlight in the last couple of days. That's about it. But, um, yeah, it's uh, it's no joke, man. I'm double vaccinated with the Pfizer vaccine as of, like, late April. Um, I've been joking about it. I got uh, the, the shot on 420. So that was my second shot. And, yeah, I'd been fine up until then. Man, tested so many damn times. For this fucking virus and now I fucking got it So Damn, it is what it is Yeah, I've been lucky that in the fact that I haven't had too many crazy symptoms Like I said, I haven't lost my taste Or my sense of smell I've been eating some spicy ass food Every single day just to make sure (laughs) And uh, I'm not losing it So Yeah, thank you grandma for giving me that stuff But um, yeah man, I was like really really concerned About spreading excuse me spreading it to the people who i was around (coughs) i ended up crashing a night at uh um with uh staying with frank uh like wednesday night before i went back to stockton and so all concerned about him he tested negative from from what i heard or i think he was getting a test um i the next day i came in was with my family for a little bit. Saw my grandma. I think she's getting tested. Um was with her. I was with my my parents. Um they got my mom got tested and she got negative. I think my dad's waiting for his results back, which I think you know, should be the same. I ended up going to hang out with uh VJ uh AK Supreme Kai who's uh like my co-producer on the comedy shows that we're putting together. So we're Gonna working on a lineup and flyers and promotion for um, that show that we're gonna drop and announce soon. Um, he hasn't hit me up about the fly, with the flyer information. He was supposed to get that to me today. So VJ, if you're watching this, um, yeah, just let me know. Send me a message. Um, but yeah, so that whole thing that we're working on, um, working on making a different production company, which I'll, I'll talk about a little bit. But. Uh, um, yeah, man. <laughs> not the best way I want to introduce it <laughs> with this whole story, but so we're working on the logo and all that stuff and different ideas and and uh, designing everything. And then so I exposed him and I was over at his uh his parents' house or his dad's house and I was in this like not too far away from him as well, so I'm like, shit, did I get his family sick? So vj got tested and he's negative so like that's the good news and he was the one i was closest to um over there so like i think i'm good on that that front so so far has been so good um my cousins who i saw earlier in the weekend they uh they also tested negative so that's good so i got it at some point between like maybe my last day in stockton or my first day in san francisco because that's like i started getting the symptoms i guess fairly quick like but it just felt like a like a normal head cold Like, you know, sometimes you go from one temperature climate to another temperature climate and you just body takes a minute to adjust. Like, that's just kind of how it felt to me. So anyway, that's kind of kind of what it is. Um, Crazy, man. I'm so happy that nobody else has gotten sick off of this. But, man, I was very disappointed. I've had to cancel a lot of plans. Uh, Number one, going to hard summer. Um I really wanted to go uh, party with a lot of friends that I hadn't seen in a minute. Um, (laughs) Shout out to, and some of them I have seen or whatever, but I was going to go see, uh, shout out to Henry and Melissa. I was going to see them. I was going to run into, um, oh, Jared Rosendis and his girl Katie. Um, They were very kind because I was looking for a place to stay that was a lot closer than the the, the hotel situation that I had. I I had an Airbnb and a hotel cancel on me, like within, like, Two weeks of of the like a week of the of the, the show a week and a half two weeks and i was so bad um but, but yeah i ended up canceling the hotel I, he had another hotel room that was closer so i was gonna be able to grab that one and then crash with a friend of theirs the second night so that was the plan um thank god he uh jared was able to cancel all that shit so he didn't get it billed or, or whatnot so that that part of it was handled um also got uh, fortunately put my ticket up, and so I was able to sell it. I, I guess the sales' pending, it says, or the payments pending, so I haven't gotten the money for it, but I lost a little bit, but at the very uh you know, at the very least I didn't lose the whole money uh, I put in for it, because I think I put like 180, 190 or something like that for the two-day ticket, and I ended up selling it for like 160. So I mean, it's not the best, not the most ideal price but like also i wasn't planning on selling it until i fucking got that test so um yeah i'm i'm happy i didn't lose everything with that shit but so i had to change that plans um damn who else was I gonna see mitchell lamar I was gonna see on sunday very funny comic uh book him go see him if you haven't um in los angeles um <laughs> so who else was gonna be there maybe ernesto ledesma you hit me up saying he was thinking about going i was just like "Shit, bro i I wish man Uh, i wish i could be there i don't think he ended up going anyway but uh that would have been cool um yeah i'm missing Oh, little sassily shout out to little sassily on on twitch Um, she was there and i was gonna link up with her that would have been fucking cool i know she saw craze i saw her her instagram stories um yeah it was tough i had to like try to stay off of instagram the last couple of days just keep myself busy because i just keep seeing the recap videos and all this shit and I, I get a lot of fomo and i'm like fuck i get get down about it again um man yeah so i had like plans to go like meet and link up with people and whatnot but it just didn't happen so all right summer off the books um i was really excited there was a lot of good acts that i wanted to see there so now i'm uh i don't know maybe i'll consider going to cross festival now because i was thinking i probably wouldn't go i might go do some other stuff too i might just try to invest some money and just go travel or uh like i said i'm still waiting on uh the ticket for the beyond wonderland at the gorge shit to see if i got that because that'd be cool so go up to uh pacific northwest so i chill up in seattle and go through portland maybe but yeah man i am fucking sick and tired of this road and shit man this shit is fucking bunk man like this sucks i was dodging and dipping and all that shit this whole fucking time you know what i'm saying On my defensive trying not to get this stuff and uh lo and behold i got it so hey man even sometimes your best efforts you can't avoid it so i don't know i don't know a lot of second guessing a lot of uh woulda coulda shoulda type of thoughts i have right now but i can't really change the past and it sucks too because like i love my mom uh <laughs> i gotta preface this whole spiel but uh she uh she gives me anxiety sometimes with the way that she talks about stuff if like things happen she's very much a, like i told you so or you should have done this and like second guessing she very much a very good second guesser um <laughs> so she's been calling me and checking in on me all the time and it's just like she's just like well you should have worn the mask more and you should have maybe done the n95 or had the medical one instead of the cloth or what did the dead to dead and i'm like oh, i don't want to hear it like really really it's <sighs> not the mood not the mood to hear it like shit happened yeah she's always the one like after the fact that i'll let you know like what should have happened <laughs> or what you should have done it's just like it's like you have like once in a hundred year flood and she just be like well we should have thought about insurance you know it's like all right come on now like like shit like chill shit happened so yeah but that's uh it's kind of how it is man i'm glad that nobody else has gotten sick though that's so so people have been checking in on me thank you so much for for the text messages and the dms or whatnot because uh i haven't really told too many people and uh now this is going to go up on my social media so like everybody will know but uh but yeah man uh <laughs> your boy got COVID. so uh, a lot of my plans had to get canceled like i said hard summer had to be canceled i um um i had to dj i was gonna dj that big chilling comedy show up in north hollywood uh so shout out to roger and shout out to jonathan um for putting that show those shows together those are it looked fun i was i had fomo for that too because i was like fuck i wish i could be there and uh you know provide some tunes and whatnot and yeah and just i like supporting good comedy and whatnot too but uh yeah that was just another work opportunity that i missed and then this week, this upcoming week, I was supposed to uh, do my first shifts as the one of the hosts for the Pasadena Comedy open mic spot. So uh, shout out to uh, uh, Zhaoyang, uh Summers and Jen, I think, uh, I forget her last name, uh, just met her recently, but uh, the cool people, they run the spot. So uh, yeah, I was going to be one of the hosts out there and... You know, I was going to be posting about it, and I had a shift scheduled for tomorrow, for Tuesday, and one on Thursday as well, just to get a couple shifts in and kind of get the feel and hang of it. But, um, yeah, man. Mm. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Uh, So I had to cancel all that shit. And now I'm, like, really concerned because I, I really hope I get over this within, like, a week um, or so, because I got plans for the next weekend, and I don't want to have to cancel those either. If I if I can help it, um, because I think at this point, like once I get to next weekend, it'll be around the ten days or so mark. So as long as I can test negative sometime between now and maybe like Saturday, I think I should be okay. Because um, this Sunday I got ticket uh, to go see Mister Carmack over at Academy for the the day trip. Um, like patio, like their series or their, their day, their daytime series shit. So I'm, I wanted to really go see Carmack. I really wanted to go see him at Hard Summer, but you know, shit happens. It looked like he had a real fun time. I saw him post up on uh, Instagram. Dude, it's, it's like every single act that I had like po- in the Instagram post was just like Hard Summer was the fucking best. Thank you so much. This was one of the funnest times. I had an epic time, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I'm just like fuck man i wish i could have been there i, re- I it's like urgh, it's like fucking frustrating like i would pull my hair out if i had any left so um so yeah man i just been going through the whole emotions just the whole wave of everything man and i was excited man i was gonna go do ecstasy and mushrooms again man it was gonna be fun fuck but yeah that part i don't know if i'm gonna put on my instagram but hey i said it whatever um yeah man it's it's been tough it's been tough emotionally like i said uh just a lot of concern and worry about getting all those other people sick so so far so good and yeah let's uh let's hope for the best i'm gonna knock on this wooden table right now just to make sure that's do my part i guess i don't know i don't fucking know superstitions man but yeah, man, this shit's real. I think the the fact that I am double vaccinated probably helped uh, with my symptoms, making sure that they're, you know, pretty mild. And I think it might have helped also limit the spread. This is just my conjecture. So I don't know. But because uh, I ain't no damn scientist. And th- th- there's so much shit we still got to figure out about everything. So, yeah, it's wild. This. wild people keep asking me if they know if i got the delta variant or not and i have no clue like none of my tests specifically mentioned that or they might not even like looked but um yeah both tests that i took both the rapid one and the like the late one the the one that took a little longer for me to get the results both of them came back positive so i'm just like for sure i had it so it just sucks man sucks (laughs) sucks <laughs> yeah i think spinorita got tested too i think she also mentioned that she was negative as well so like uh because i know she had plans for like the weekend and all that stuff too so i'm glad that that was not ruined on my part because i could have like i would have There was a lot of shit i had on my conscience reagan vj was gonna go it was out in tahoe hanging with friends and shit i think i gave him the info like that morning but he got tested and was cool so that's good um yeah man it's just it's wild I know my little brother's probably not uh very happy with, thrilled about uh, <laughs> the fact that I got COVID because he's supposed to be starting school back up in uh, Cal State Fullerton. Um, they've had back and forth a bunch of issues about getting people in classes and then not being able to and what have you. And a lot of people, when they're getting back into school, I just found out that they a lot of them require negative tests. When I was getting a test today, it was a lot. There was a lot of people, and that's what the the person working there mentioned. It was just like, oh, yeah, a lot of people have to get – it's regulated now by their jobs. So, yeah, my brother was just like, that would suck if he had to test positive and then couldn't go back to school, even though he's been chilling with my family for months. Man, I know that could probably drive him crazy. <laughs> so it was like he had just uh, – he had his freshman year and was about to start his second year, uh, sophomore year, and then COVID hit. And so, I think the end of his freshman year, COVID hit. So it's like he didn't even get a full like normal school year in for college. So it sucks, sucks for him. But uh, what was it? I I can't even remember what year he's in now. Anyway, I'm getting old. Um. So yeah, it sucks for him. I, I feel so bad. I saw both my grandmas too before, like the day before I left. So I'm like, damn, I got both my grandmas exposed. My aunt, my cousin Angela, her little kid too. I'm like, Shh, little baby, it's like, it's like one years old or so. Like maybe not even. I don't even, forget how old he is. Little cute little kid, little chunky kid, chunky cheeks. Um, <laughs> he was walking around, um, my aunt's living room. <laughs> Just waddling around. Cute little guy. Um but yeah, I got them all exposed and I was like, man I'd not feel good about it. Did not feel good about it. So yeah, the uh I got multiple plans into the future that I'm hoping besides that Carmack show that hope they hope they can happen. What's happening, Los, what's happening, what's happening, man. Um yeah, welcome to the Puro Caballero show. Uh (laughs) just kind of detailing everything that's been going on with my COVID situation. And, uh, yeah, man, uh, the one thing that I'm really, really, really concerned about is this comedy show that I'm putting together on August the 10th. I guess I'll talk about it right now. Um, it is, uh, going to be the first show that we're going to do at the friend bar in, um, Silver Lake. So yeah, this place has had comedy before I ended up, you know, putting things together, uh, went to go see Morse code and DJ Ivy for Morse Code's uh birthday. They did a little set there, which was fun. Uh, I saw Spanier there too. She was cool. Um, but yeah, I was just talking to one of the guys running the bar and he was just like, yeah, honestly, if you like, we're looking to do shows again. So hit us up and, uh, like a week or two later, ended up talking to, uh, Taryn, who's, uh, one of the guys that, that books everything there. So, uh, yeah, we were able to get that date and get it locked in. And I wanted to make sure we do this show right the first time because then we can, uh, you know, show them that like, hey, this is how we this is how we work. This is how we roll. And we can get this thing going and make it a consistent show. So, uh, <coughs> excuse me. Whew. It's that vid, man. Goodness gracious. Um. So, yeah, the Friend Bar, August 10th, show will be at 8 p.m., and this is going to be the first edition of the uh, Let's Be Friends comedy show uh, <laughs> at the Friend Bar. And it's going to be put on by our new production company called Out of Breath Productions. So yeah, that's the the stuff that we were kind of uh, working on. So anytime myself, Puro Caballero, a.k.a. Mario Caballero is doing a show, I'm going to be putting that logo up on a, on a flyer. Or uh anytime uh you know, V J wants to throw an event too, uh aka DJ Supreme Kai. If he wants to throw some shit, we you know, we got we got a little production company to put it together. So so that was gonna be our first show. And even though we've been putting on shows for, you know, maybe like eight, nine months now since last November, that's uh that'll be the new banner that we put everything under. So I got a new Instagram page for it and everything. I'm gonna put the links up. Um Once, uh, I kind of get that all handled and sorted out. So that's, uh, yeah, man, that's the, that's the next wave. That's the next vibe. I'm very excited about this show. Thank you so much, everybody who's been a part of it. Uh, the lineup I can announce now, our headliner will be Alex Hooper. You might've seen him, uh, from, he's got his own podcast, the Achilles Hill podcast, very insightful. I would definitely recommend you check that out. Especially if you're like, uh, a big fan of, uh, um, (laughs) psychedelics like he is and a big fan of uh he's got a lot of different interests he's he's a cool cat uh seen him perform a few different times so i got him as a headliner uh i got my boy tim red on the show uh thank you once again for letting me be on your podcast uh tim that is uh the block is hot pod go check out my episode if you haven't seen it or listen to it i should say uh it's on all streaming platforms uh so Tim on the show, got Emma Estrada, very hilarious uh, comic friend of mine. So I'm happy to have her on another show. It's the second time we've uh, been able to get her. Um, let me see who else I have. Uh, Nikki F- uh, Fuchs. Yeah, Nikki, very hilarious comic. Uh, I believe originally out of Sacramento area, up North Cal. So uh, she's down here. She's very hilarious. Seen her a couple times. Seen her at the Hike and mic a few times. Shout out to Jessica. They're <laughs> putting that together. But uh, uh, So yeah, Nikki on the show uh joe Mazzarani, shout out to joe um very hilarious comic and i feel like i might be missing somebody who we got um (laughs) alex emma nikki joe who am i missing oh noah gottlieb that's right noah g shout out to noah um yeah and tim i don't want to say that's six that's that's everybody so noah gottlieb very hilarious comic as well uh he's got some funny uh funny tunes as uh, it brings a guitar up on stage uh not always but let's let's see i'm not no pressure on you noah but uh but yeah man i'm very excited about this show putting this all together and uh haven't even like introduced all the comics to like you know like hey we're we're part of the show yet so um i'm excited to do that i was gonna put them in an instagram group together today once i get uh, the flyers all set sorted out but um yeah, man. So <laughs> the goal right now is to get healthy by or uh, before the tenth, so that I can actually be there in person for our opening show. You know what I mean? Um, but the plan B is going to have to be either, you know, I guess there's a plan B and a plan C. But uh, plan B would to just get another guest host that can you know fill in for me just for this one time. Um, it's like to me, in my opinion, like that's not the way I want to do it, and it doesn't feel like as it's, if it's. If it's like my show, like I want to be there for it, you know, like it's, it's, and it's like the first one, like if this was like something that we had done consistently and, you know, I could like, you know, sleep a little easier, rest a little easier knowing that, you know, we've, we've got the groundworks and we've got this established. But if this is the first one and like, we don't hit it off correctly, then like in my mind, I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be upset about it, you know? because especially if I, there's like nothing i can do and i can't be there so goal definitely to get healthy by august 10th um if not the 8th so i can go to that carmack show but uh if the carmack show doesn't happen then like i, I can sell the ticket and i can live with that but uh seeing him possibly at another time uh it would suck but you know hey i want to go freaking uh vj's got a ticket to that shit so like i really wanted to go hang out um yeah, so that's kind of what's on the docket right now. I got some other plans coming up. I'm um, going to be DJing a couple other more comedy shows later in the month, but uh, I'll post about it on my Instagram page once uh, once you get more info, more details on, on where those are going to be. Um, but yeah man that's kind of my life right now that's kind of the update i know it's been about like 30 minutes of just me rambling and talking uh about covid <laughs> and how this shit's personally affected me but you know it's on my mind man um i'm glad it took a couple of days before i actually jumped on here to actually talk about it like number one my anxiety is a little bit like lower due to the fact that most people come in or that everybody's coming back negative so far um and then number two i was just like totally emotionally wrapped up in it like i was really i was really down on like (laughs) trying to like not be depressed about it (laughs) It it's difficult for somebody who's like (laughs) battled depression before just to, to actively try not to uh be in that mindset so yeah man i was just trying to stay distracted and you know, safe and just hanging out here, just watching a lot of sports on TV, watching some uh, MLB games during the day. And there were some MMA fights on Saturday, which was pretty good. And um, got to watch the Four Colors Act stream on Saturday. That was a good, real good distraction uh, for me. Um, obviously, preference <laughs> would have been to be at the festival, but hey, you know, that's out of my control. So i know i've talked to a lot of different people who are like man i like i wouldn't have even taken that rapid test i just would have just you know sucked it up and just kept going but um yeah i think that mentality is what kind of got us into a lot of trouble to begin with so hey man so definitely go get axed if you haven't like i don't know what you're doing like at this point i don't know if i can convince you but like hey like you know is what it is um yeah it's fucking wild man I st- it's, it just trips me out because it's like you just don't know you know, like where it came from and who was that person who just went into work and was like kind of feeling a little a little under the weather but nothing too crazy kind of like how i feel and just like decided to try to gut through it which under normal circumstances for the most part is not that the biggest of the issue biggest a deal unless you're slobbering all over everywhere but uh yeah not in today's climate and today's you know <laughs> society this covid shit was running shit man fucking frustrating fucking frustrating man anyway should we talk about some normal shit <laughs> some other stuff that's been going on uh because i do have some notes here let's see there's some other shit going on in the world besides just me getting COVID and being depressed about it, right? Right? Oh man, let me see. Yeah, I had a great trip up to North Cal prior to that, man, and it was just like it's like I can't have like too much fun. Like the universe has had to like put me on pause. Like, nah, son, you need to chill, because I was just I was having a good time, man, doing comedy, seeing shows, going to shows. Like, fuck, man really down about that but you know shit happens i was like putting money into like making uh a totem which i never do i've never made a totem before i got like a ton of uh i got a couple signs and shit it's pretty funny i got a a (laughs) screaming toad meme and then i got on the other side it was a picture of me so like uh the you know if if you follow me on instagram it's the it's my uh my profile picture and the little little guy i got oh yeah I got stickers too, check it out, I got a bunch of stickers, um, I was giving them a bunch of them away and just plastering them up over in SF, and my plan was to go take a grip of these and just hand them out (laughs) at the festival, but, uh, that, uh, that plan went awry, so yeah, I got extra stickers, if, (laughs) if at any point in the future you do, uh, randomly come across me, uh, ask me about these shit, um. Yeah, The plan was to give them out at like my comedy shows and at my uh <laughs> whatever events I'm working. So I need to put in a new order because like I got a hundred and now it's like it's less. <laughs> I think there's maybe like 30 of these left. So, um, yeah, if you got one of these when I saw you up in NorCal, ask what's up, man. Um, I know Vijay, he posted one of them up in Tahoe, so that was that was what's up. Over over the weekend, over by Harris Casino. Thank you for that. um I posted us a, a bunch of them up by the ballpark in SF. I hope they're still there because I know like they take a lot of them down, and they they do a good job of scrubbing that shit, but uh not all of them. So hey, hopefully a couple of them ended up making it. So yeah, my plan is to get the stickers out to people. So that's gonna be my new my new uh, merch shit with the stickers so yeah man if you see the the ha-has come around you um yeah man give me a follow if you see that shit in the wild or like tag me in that shit i'm trying to get like mikey mckernan man that dude has stickers everywhere mikey mckernan is not funny like he's got a ton of them man (laughs) every comedy venue there's like a whole bunch of just like random places you'll just see it in the wild (laughs) like yeah man Good shit, good shit, all right, what else? what else do we wanna talk about? Oh, yeah, I've been watching a lot of olympics that's that shit's been going on too. a lot of cool shit um so yeah, just been trying to be distracted these last couple of days, man, but uh sports been going on a lot of a lot of a lot of crazy shit um hold on a second let me let me fix this. I got the t v going I was watching Slovenia beat Germany in the olympic basketball uh coverage, so that shit just finished. Um, I don't th- want to say the men's, yeah, men's basketball is coming up, uh, in a little bit, da-da-da-da-da, ba-ba-ba, wheres it at, multi-sport, yeah, non-Olympic programming, yeah, whatever, uh, when's the next one, shit, when's the next one, uh, da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, there's a men's basketball uh, Team USA uh, Knockout game against Spain That's pretty crazy Because Spain They got upset a couple games And they didn't They got like A lower seed or some shit and So they're playing them in a very Contested matchup Uh, Let's check out NBC What's up with you? What's going on over here, all right. You're not listening, you're not hearing that. Uh, did yeah, does the optimize button come up? All right, whatever. <clears throat> all right, cool. Now they're going to commercial. All right, anyway. What was I going to say? Yeah, a lot of shit's been popping off. Um, let's get into the sports discussion. Fuck it, man. i was just stop talking about this COVID shit, making me all sa- sad and all that shit. What's going on, all three of us? How are we doing? Um, hmm. Yeah. NFL, man. NFL's coming back around. I'm glad that shit's gonna be up and running but uh there's a lot of controversy going on i guess i might as well continue talking about COVID shit. what else are we gonna fucking talk about It's 2021 um yeah man a lot of players don't want to get vaccinated <laughs> and uh nfl's making it very tough on the regulations for like the people who don't want to get vaxxed uh, to continue to have a job and work in the environment because like, they make the regulations so like you have to like get tested constantly, you have to wear masks, you have to like distance if you're not vaccinated. If you are vaccinated, then you can wear, you know, you can raw dog, whatever the fuck you want to, right? <laughs> um, in terms of NFL terms, I guess, but it's wild, it's wild shit. There's a lot of uh, players who are like secretly kind of like really upset, and then some of them that are really public with it. I know Cole Beasley's one of the guys who's going crazy about it. I know Deandre Hopkins is saying like, he's got to maybe consider his future in the NFL. If like, he doesn't want to give X or whatnot. So yeah, man. Um, there's a long history we've talked about of black people, distrusting, uh, medicine given by them to the government, which I mean, very valid. So there's a whole, there's a whole that aspect of it. But, uh, yeah, man, then there's like the whole like personal liberty, personal freedom play that I think Cole Beasley's doing of like, man, you can't force me to do shit that I don't want to do type of stuff. So Ah fucking sucks, man. Um Yeah, so the NFL's doing what they can to like really promote getting the vax. And there's been a couple players, I know Ryan Tannehill was one of them who's saying that like, yeah, like if it if they wouldn't have made it as difficult to be in the you know in the the gym be in the facilities go to meetings and whatnot um if they wouldn't have made it as difficult he probably wouldn't have gotten it so um but because he wanted to be there for the team and do as much as he can especially being the quarterback you know you're like the captain of the team or whatnot um, he decided to get vaccinated so i just find that kind of shit kind of interesting but uh it's wild man so a lot of the teams they have like thresholds i think it's like 80% 85% or it's like 70 to 80% of your roster has to get at least one of the vaccine shots for you to be eligible to like meet indoors and not have to do rapid testing all the time and and what have you so like they they make the restrictions less and less the more people get vaccinated And some of the teams are really lagging behind. I know one of them is uh, the Washington football team, the WFT. Apparently they don't have very good numbers right now. And uh, it's kind of crazy considering the fact that their head coach is Ron Rivera, right? Ron Rivera just last year finished his cancer treatment so this is a guy who is immunocompromised right like he does not have like the immune system necessary uh to fight stuff that's like of uh you know uh <laughs> the disease that is uh respiratory illness right so if he he potentially gets this shit it could be really bad for him uh, 'Cause his body doesn't have the ability to fight it off as much as like a normal person. So he's immunocompromised and his team had like the lowest percentage of players who were uh vaccinated. So I mean like do they just not give a fuck about their head coach that bad? Like goddamn. I <laughs> I understand players' frustrations, but holy shit man, like trying to make this guy not live? Like fuck, bro. So that was pretty crazy. Um prayers out to ron rivera i really hope you you stay covid free i mean it's just it's not fun <laughs> like this is not fun i don't think anybody got it ever it was just like yeah i had a great time with it but if anything it's just negligible just but it's it cause you a lot of mental strife having this shit i'm not gonna lie like man just mental gymnastics and shit just a lot of what if thoughts and just, it's tough it's tough it's, shit happened man the past the past and i can't change it but Still got to think that way. I don't know. I still do. I still do. I am my mom's son. I guess we are related. Um, yeah, other COVID news in the NFL. I know that the Minnesota Vikings had a little bit of an outbreak. They had one of their backup uh, quarterbacks who tested positive. And because people aren't uh, vaccinated, Kirk Cousins in particular, the starting quarterback of the team, Uh, he had to now go under quarantine for a longer period of time than he would have otherwise. So like, there's like a lot of little stuff here and like the NFL is putting the onus on these teams because they say that if they can't like reasonably have a game rescheduled, then, and it's like, if they can't, if there's a game that doesn't happen because people have a COVID outbreak, it's going to result in a loss on the team who like made that, an issue, right? So if you're the team who has the outbreak and you can't travel to another stadium to go play somebody, then you take a loss. It's not a reschedule game. It's not, you know, a forfeit or like a D- DQ. It's like a strict L on the the, the season. So these com- these guys are competitive as a motherfucker. So like yeah, if you tell them you're going to lose game checks, you're going to lose, you know, revenue from the stadium for the owners you're gonna lose all that stuff you're gonna lose a game itself on the standings that can affect playoff positioning all that you can lose all that shit then like the guys are like oh fuck (laughs) you know i gotta handle my business make sure my money's right so i feel like that's what's happening with a lot of these guys um A lot of players are upset about that shit. The fact that they're putting the onus on them and the teams. But uh, hey, man, it is what it is. This is uh, unprecedented shit, man. <clears throat> it's, it's Olympic coverage going on. A lot of there's been a lot of criticism of this Olympic coverage. Oh, get it, Lyles, go baby, hell yeah, Team USA. Just watching the two hundred men's uh, two hundred meter men's heat. One of the opening heats, round opening round heats. Guy from the U.S. looks like came on top on that one. Yeah, heat seven. <coughs> yeah, there was a lot of people shitting on their coverage of the track and field shit, but um, before we go any further, let me put the light on in this room. Hold on, one moment. Boop, boop, boop. Yeah, my bad. Getting dark in here. Um, <laughs> shit, I had I couldn't even see my uh, my camera. Had it on a different screen. But anyway, where where are we? Yeah, man. So that shit's happening. So you're probably gonna see a lot more news and coverage of this shit as we get closer to the season, as to like who is and who isn't vaccinated and whatnot. But uh, yeah, <laughs> NFL's coming one way or the other and they're going to do their best to make sure like people are in the seats cuz you know one season of uh no fans it uh it it had a different feel to it and it sucks And the NFL they they're looking at it the money wise they're like man we lost a lot of uh, projected income so we got to get these people back up in there and they got a couple new stadiums to go debut too man so over here in uh in LA you got uh, Legion Stadium over in Vegas with the Raiders, baby. So, yeah, man, we got new people got to go to these places and experience them for the first time. So, um, yeah, that's kind of it's in the works right now. So we'll see. We'll see when that gets that shit gets back up and running. Hopefully there's no um, craziness Too too much craziness with uh this new variant man this is fucking people up man yeah man people who had previously gotten it and had the antibodies are getting it again and people like me getting vaccinated they say i had a breakthrough case people are vaccinated and still get covid man who thought that i'd get uh a breakthrough with covid before i got a breakthrough with comedy man i thought i was going somewhere with this fucking <laughs> stand-up shit man apparently not really not not far enough but um yeah anyway what else uh yeah like i said i was watching a lot of baseball when i go back home i tend to watch a lot of baseball my dad's a fan my little brother's a big real big fan and uh they watch. they have the games on all the time they, they also have just the local MLB pa- uh not a local MLB package but the they get the local games so they get all the Giants and A's games so that's just easy just pull up on the TV but uh it's easy background noise too Man, both the Giants and the A's been killing it though they've been uh, doing well for themselves and uh both made some moves during this uh busy MLB dead- trade deadline that just passed last uh last Friday so that was uh that was a lot of big news the A's they picked up Sterling Marte they gave up uh, Jesus Luzardo, who had been demoted down to AAA. He was uh, a live young arm who just uh last couple of seasons just kind of lost his a bit of a command, I guess. I don't know. He uh, His ERA kind of jumped quite a bit and he didn't have... Uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe the hitters kind of figured him out a little bit, but they traded him to the Marlins for Sterling Marte, who's going to be a rental for the rest of the season. Um, but yeah, he plays uh, very good defense in the outfield and Excuse me. It's another solid hitter. I think it'll help them stay competitive in the AOS, which is very... Um, it's it's going to be tough to so them and the Astros right now. And I know the Mariners aren't too far off either, too. So, yeah, that'll that'll be tough. I know the A's are really in the thick of their, their wild card pursuit. So, I want to say they're like three games back, two games, maybe two games back of the Astros right now. And uh, they've been slowly... Trying to chase them uh, these last couple months, um but they've been they've been doing pretty well, keeping up pace uh they had a good comeback win yesterday, um so yeah, so they got sterling Marte, they got Andrew Chafin earlier, uh pitcher from the Chicago Cubs this guy Chafin you gotta look him up he looks like a seventies baseball player that that like you'd see on a tops baseball card <laughs> right or uh, whatever the hell the brand was back then um man he's got the bushy hair he's got the big beard he's a lefty he's got the high socks with the the fake the he's got the fake syrups i'm sure if they had the real syrups he'd wear it rock that shit but like yeah man he's like a old school throwback looking type of guy but uh he's a solid solid lefty reliever out of the pen so that was a good pickup uh he's had like an era under two which is real nice um so yeah it's uh Trying to think what else is going on. Um, yeah, Andrew Chafins. I also picked up uh, Josh Harrison and Jan Gomes from uh, the Nationals. So, Nationals sold everybody. Nationals and the Cubs, man, they sold they sold everybody out there. Cubs, they like the core of their team's gone. Rizzo got traded to the Yankees. Uh, who else? Javi Baez got traded to the Mets um to go play second base next to lindor he's like this is the only guy i'll play second is next to lindor because he's the homie and he's like all right cool we'll trade you there um who else got got let go um oh yeah and then for the giants chris bryant chris bryant comes across big big acquisition big pickup for them they are trying to stay competitive they're leading right now in the nl for overall record which is kind of crazy. It's like a team kind of no one expected. And they're they're bringing it together, man, like <laughs> they're a tough out, real competitive squad and they've just been mashing a lot recently and it's been coming from all over. Like they don't have I don't think they have a 20 home run hitter on their uh uh called <laughs> on the roster, but they got a bunch of guys that have like 10 to 15. So yeah man, we'll see. We'll see how that goes with the the Giants. Hopefully they can keep it up cuz like they got two hot teams right up on their their tail. They got uh um the Dodgers and the Padres, man. Those two really talented competitive ball clubs. And both of them made roster moves as well. Um uh, going into the second half of the season. The Dodgers made the biggest splash. They picked up two all-star players. They picked up Trey Turner and they picked up Max Scherzer, both from the Nationals. So that was a, a big haul for them. Um, yeah. Like I said, Nationals sold off a lot of their guys. I know Kyle Schwarber, who's still on the injured list. He got traded to the Red Sox. So, you know, those guys moving around all over the place. Um Astros added some bullpen relief. I know um, the White Sox picked up Craig Kimbrell from the Cubs, another guy that the Cubs sold off. Trying to think if there's anybody else in particular. But, yeah, so a lot of the people who were in the competitive races, they ended up getting better and making moves. So we'll see how this goes. Um, (laughs) It'll be competitive. It's been hot. There's that uh that playing game and whatnot, that one game playoff that a lot of teams are trying to avoid for the the wild card and trying to win that division. So let's see if the Giants can finish the season strong, man. I hope that happens. Um Dodgers are just right there, man. And they're just the best team money can buy, man. They're kind of annoying. They <laughs> just do, doing their shit. But uh Damn. Alright, what else? What else happened? There was uh, some Olympics, like I mentioned. Uh, da, 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 da. There's been a lot of NBA movement, too. I will talk about the Olympics, man. Uh, Caleb Dressel's been dominating shit. He's been killing it. So, shout out to him. I think he had five gold medals. Um, we'll have a different discussion and argument over why there's so many damn swimming events, but, like, whatever. Teach their own. He'll swim in different funky ways. And different lengths it, you know i get the links part but uh, you know strokes and whatever whatever we'll talk about it another time shout out to you caleb shout out to you um yeah man uh shout out to the home girl, the ecuadorian weightlifter who got a gold for her uh, country yesterday that shit was sick to, to see the uh, little filipino weightlifter too she got the first ever filipino gold medal big shout out to to all the the pinoy power out there i see you i see you um Congratulations, that's big. It's very big uh what else? I've been watching a lot of random sports, watching a lot of volleyball, a lot of handball always watch um yeah, team usa got knocked out of the indoor men's volleyball. that kind of sucked and the 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 women's did in the outdoor. I think they lost both indoor and outdoor the beach volleyball unfortunately, so yeah, competitive uh watching some of the basketball as I mentioned. Team USA, I think, plays in like an hour against Spain. That's going to be a competitive-ass matchup. Um, team USA lost their opening matchup to France, and everyone was freaking the fuck out, myself included. Just like, Jesus, this team going to lose to everybody. But they beat Iran. They beat, uh, what else? Uh, the Czech Republic and, like, one other team and ended up uh, advancing. But now they got to play Spain. So Spain is the number two-ranked team according to fifa or fiba excuse me um yeah number two international team uh after the u.s so they had like a little bit of a disappointing run i know they got upset by slovenia which i'm slovenia is just running through this tournament right now um <laughs> luka Doncic, this just in he's really fucking good at basketball and it almost doesn't matter who his teammates are um but yeah, Slovenia it's like his teammates have stepped up in the last couple of games cuz they've been like forcing Luka to rely on them and he has and they've been bailing him out, they've been helping doing their part. So shout out to them. They don't like their their next best player is, is Goran Dragic and he's not even there. His brothers there Zoran, <laughs> Zoran Dragic. So um he's been hitting some shots and making some plays for them. But uh yeah, man, Luka he had 48 points in a game in like 30 minutes of action <laughs> like a week ago he had like he's had almost triple doubles almost every game he had like a 28 7 and 7 dude they're playing FIBA rules they're only playing 40 minutes they don't play 48 like a traditional NBA game so like the fact that he's putting up these numbers is pretty insane and uh 48 points is, like, more points than he's ever scored for any time for the Mavericks. So, like, <laughs> he did that in his first game. Um, I think Oscar Schmidt is the only guy who scored more points in a in a Olympics game. He put up a 60-piece one time for Brazil, bro. Like, old school, bro. Oscar Schmidt. Yo, if you are a basketball head, look up Oscar Schmidt because that dude was a legend who, like, nobody knew about. Um, I would say probably the best guard who ever played and never got to the nba i'll say that like he's on that level like he had some legendary ass stories (laughs) doing some like crazy stuff i know kobe was like a big uh um big historian into like a lot of these international athletes who like never made the nba and stuff and oscar schmidt was one of those guys that he used to like you know rave about and stuff um you know that's kind of like a if you know you know kind of guy but uh but yeah lucas doing shit that's rivaling him man so uh yeah big ups big ups <laughs> crazy crazy shit oh my goodness yo so women's weightlifting is for the super heavyweights. I'm like, oh my goodness, these are some big girls. Get it. Get that clean and snatch. There you go. Boom. Hit it. Nice. All the way there. Get that gold. Oh, got a bronze. All right. well oh, you get you get something. Get you something. Who won this one? China? Oh, man. They're looking powerful. Oh, yeah. She got the gold. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What else has been happening? Um... Yeah, there's been some upsets. Team USA, I know the women's uh, soccer did not get... I don't know if they got a medal this year. It's, uh, so they got upset. Um, the baseball has been kind of weird. <laughs> there's been some funny clips, man. I'm I'm kind of disappointed the Dominican team lost. They just lost to South Korea. South Korea scored like three runs in the bottom of the ninth to, to steal one from them. <laughs> and, uh, oh, my God. Dude, they have, uh, so for the baseball in Japan. For where they have the 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 pitchers like the relief pitchers when they come into the game, they don't do it like the U.S. where they just let them run out there. They have a little bullpen carts where they just like have a guy man on there, and they just bring the pitcher over <laughs> to like near the mound. It's kind of unnecessary, but it's just kind of funny that like in Japan that that's kind of their tradition of how they do it. <laughs> but like the bullpen like cart, it like it's like shaped like a glove, so the guy just sits on like the glove <laughs> itself, and the guy person driving and. Um, It was freaking hilarious because they drew they drove this like really fat ass looking pitcher out there one time and he's just sitting there chilling. I'm like, damn, (laughs) maybe he should walk. (laughs) They should get him to walk, man. Oh, it's funny. Pitchers are athletes. (laughs) Oh man, (laughs) crazy, funny shit. Um, yeah, (laughs) they had this one guy named Jumbo. <laughs> and he he mashed this home run yesterday or like the day before. That was off of the scoreboard, <laughs> like the jumbotron at the center field. He hit it halfway up and was just like, "Fuck!" He got all of that one. But this dude looked like he's like 400 pounds. <laughs> he just like, boom, smacked it and just like stood there and looked at the ball. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm gonna walk this one off. <laughs> like, oh, crazy, crazy shit, man. So, yeah, South Korea, the plucky Koreans, man. Don't ever count them out. They uh, they made that uh, ninth inning comeback. They got three runs on them, and I uh, ended up getting the win. It was like a lot of like stolen bases and slash hits and just like little bloop singles or whatnot, but they got it done, man. The run's a run. a run is a run. So, whether it's a home run or if it's, you know, sacrifice? It, a run is a run. So, <laughs> congrats to them. They advance. I think they're playing in the gold medal match. And then... Um, <clears throat> Team USA lost to Japan. That's I think that happened today. So um the Japanese and the Koreans will be battling it out for gold medal. Um the only reason it's crazy, the only reason that the baseball is in the Olympics and softball is because Japan is the host country. Um they asked for it. Because so, like that's their their shit. That's their sport. So looks like they'll have a chance. <clears throat> looks like they'll have a chance to do it. Um yeah man, what else has been happening? A lot of a lot of crazy shit in the Olympics. Um there was that old uh ski shooter guy <laughs> who got won bronze. It was like the fan favorite, the guy with the mustache. Um where was he from? Tunisia or something like that. where uh bigote, bigote they called him Bigote in uh Rio because of his mustache. Hold on. Uh oh. yeah man hold on uh kuwait kuwait that's right abdullah al rashidi shout out to you abdullah um he's like 58 years old i think his son was in the competition too Um, but yeah he he competed at rio but he wasn't able to to rock the his flag because uh the nation of kuwait was banned so he had to be there as an independent olympic athlete is what he said, like technically, the fucking, you know, the rhetoric, or whatever they say, they call it, so yeah, so he was doing that shit, Uh, shout out to him, (laughs) Abdullah, He, uh, he was a fan favorite, that was cool, um, Man, so they were just showing some like wrestling highlights and like a guy from Cuba won the gold, big big surprise. <laughs> um, dude, the Cubans, if you were matched up against a Cuban in wrestling or in boxing, like good fucking luck. You're in for your hand, with your hands full, man. Um, there was a a boxing match that I saw the other day. The other day there was a yesterday I was watching this this kid from Tulare Um oh my god, it's, he's uh, he had an amazing fight. Uh, he was boxing this Cuban guy, <laughs> who, was, who was like, they said the guy was twenty four, but like, the Cuban, so like, <laughs> he might have been thirty two. Like, who knows? Just looks hella young, but um, yeah, he won the fight though, man. He won it two rounds to to one. Um, it's very, very competitive, close fight. I'm gonna look him up. Hold on, hold on a second. Um. So he guaranteed himself a medal so he's got I guess I guess for the boxing matches they don't have a bronze medal matchup so like if you just get to the to the um the semifinal round <coughs> they just give out two bronzes so yeah uh let's see Yeah, Richard Torres Jr. Shout out to Richard Torres Jr., bro. I was rooting for him heavy. Um, yeah, he got a win, man. He's one win away from getting to the gold medal match, so he needs to win two more fights. And, uh, yeah, he had a little bit of a cut over his eye, too. I think he had a, they had a headbutt in the middle of the match. Um, yeah, these uh, I always find it interesting, these boxing matches that are in the Olympics, because it's like only three rounds, three minutes, so it's very, very quick in and out. Um it could be controversial too there was some there was some interesting matchups yesterday. There was this one Russian dude who was just knocking everybody out and he he was boxing this uh this uh British cat this really long, really athletic dude who was doing a really good job of just jabbing him up and keeping distance and he was fighting him very well, just like keeping on his uh uh he was on his bike he was moving constantly moving like did a good job of grabbing and clutching him when he came inside because that other dude the russian fool was just like looking to knock him out and uh was just bringing him um some power punches but he couldn't land at anything and he couldn't find him he couldn't uh he couldn't get a good good job with his range so the, the other dude was lankier and had his uh distance control very uh he used his jab and everything for distance control very well moved his head a lot too so he didn't get touched up uh, real good defensive boxer so we'll see if uh those kind of guys become pro how they how they end up turning out um yeah you see some of those e- eastern european guys and <laughs> compete in like three or four different olympics before they turn pro and you're you're like he's only boxed like 10 times professionally and you're like oh okay it's not too bad you know and he's like Alright 10 and 0 Whatever he hasn't had that many appearances And then it's just like They come out of nowhere like freaking Lomachenko And you're like oh shit (laughs) It doesn't matter how many fucking official fights you got This guy is legit man just been doing the amateurs for so long So yeah I mean a lot of craziness Um What else has happened Oh there was that young ass chick who set the world record In uh 100 meters I want to say Um freestyle swimming to the women's from Team USA. Um, yeah, she was like 19, 18 or something, 17, something like that. Congrats. Congrats. Um, what else? Oh, the whole controversy with Simone Biles. That's been a whole thing. It's been uh, wild to watch uh, where Biles was in uh, I think the team competition and was just like decided not to compete she was wasn't there mentally she was having like some issues with her anxiety and so this is a part of the story that hasn't been talked about too much is that apparently in tokyo it's very difficult for people to get um their certain medication for like anxiety medication and apparently she's like on ritalin and she's had been on ritalin for a long period of her life and she's i guess diagnosed adhd a young age so she's somebody i guess who's like dependent upon ritalin to kind of like make her life easier and to kind of do all that so in tokyo apparently it is illegal for people to get prescribed ritalin which i can understand (laughs) like the history why because i mean there's a long history of uh the uh kamikaze pilots i guess being hooked up on uh, methamphetamines and stimulants and so i think the country is very sensitive about stimulants in that regard so it's it's difficult for a lot of people to get uh um you know i guess it's illegal for them to get uh a um Uh, prescription for for those type of medications for for that particular symptom so (laughs) it it sucks it sucks so in that regard i don't think simone Biles has had access to her ritalin while she's been in tokyo and just not being able to to deal with that anxiety and the adhd or whatever is probably (laughs) ate up at her and with all the pressure that she had about like competing at these Olympics, the fact that as a, a gymnast, I think she's twenty four years old, that's like considered really old for a gymnast to still be doing it. And uh, you know, be out there uh doing crazy flips or whatever and like she's her her legacy is she's pretty bona fide at this point regardless of what happened in this game. So um people were really tough on her for like pulling out and questioning her mental toughness and all this stuff and like i kind of felt for her like <laughs> if that whole situation with the ritalin is actually 100 percent true and has been underreported on it then like shame on everybody for like doing that shit because uh um i mean it sucks it sucks to have to deal with that um i mean there's a lot of arguments over how young you should be prescribing children with uh, antidepressant medications and what have you um and there's some controversy, and people will talk about it. But this is her life, and that's what she uses to cope with it. So, I mean, I can't hate on someone for doing that. So if she says she's done it for a long period of time, um, that means that she was doing it at her other competitions. Um So I'm sure that definitely helps her focus and, and what, what have you. But, um you know. I don't know if it was Ritalin or if it was um, uh, Adderall that she was prescribed with. But, like, regardless um yeah that's a, it's a shitty situation so like the media really fucking came down on her hard but then there was a there was a backlash to the backlash and and people were coming back and forth so yeah we wish her the best uh apparently she's gonna compete again in another different event uh i want to say today or tomorrow so apparently she's not completely gone from the whole olympics so, a lot of people have been, like, lambasting her and just been talking about this whole situation. Uh let's see if we got a race here going on. What is this, the 800? I think this is the 800-meter men's race. 400-meter hurdles, excuse me. Um, these guys got long-ass legs, man. They're hurdles. <laughs> guys that run the hurdles, man. Guys and gals that run the hurdles. That is, uh... That is no joke. Just clearing that shit. You gotta time out your, uh... Steps and whatnot. <clears throat> Let's see here. Oh, this is the final. Who's in front? The The Norwegian is in front right now. The guy, the American is right behind him. Damn, they're they are, they are leading the pack. Oh, there's... Where are they at? They got to be toward, towards the end of this race now. Oh, the American's catching the Norwegian. Oh, no, he's pulling away. I think he's got it. Yep. Oh, American gets silver. Boom, boom, boom. Benjamin. Warholm, oh, new world record! Hey, breaks through his suit. He says yes, I fucking did it. Wow, new 400 meter world record. That's that's congratulations. There's been a lot of world records been breaking, Olympic records. Oof! Oh my god, yo, the the 100 meter women's final, dude. This Jamaica swept that shit. That was impressive. Um, this chick uh, set the new world record too. <laughs> it was Fucking impressive, man. Um. Mm. and then uh, what else there was uh, a guy from France I think won the 100 meters who was, who was the one who won the 100 meters it was like a small country men's olympic who won Italy Mar- Marcel Jacobs from Italy an Italian won the 100 meters <laughs> crazy um Carly from the U.S. and Negras from Canada who came in in second and third. So, yeah, man. Big shout-out to you. Big shout-out to you. So, there's your Olympic coverage. That's your update. Um, I don't really have any other opinions on the matter. (laughs) I'm getting kind of tired. What else happened? Some USC fights, some MMA fights over the weekend. I know... Uriah Hall lost the decision to Sean Strickland, but uh, the big fight was in Bellator. Man, there was that AJ McKee and Patricio Pitbull, Uh, Ferrari. uh That was a title fight. I think a one four hundred forty-five pound, and man, <laughs> that big shout out to AJ AJ McKee. Man, that guy came out uh, blazing, got it done in the first round, got a submission. He basically not, almost knocked out Pitbull prior to it and was just landing him with some strikes he dropped him and like waited for a second and then kept on and then like and then started doing some follow punches people defended it pretty well he was out of it but he was up against the cage and then as soon as he saw him defending it he just started going into like uh uh submission attempt i want to say he went for a guillotine or like a head crank and <clears throat> got him to fight it off for a little bit and then eventually got him to, to, um, he went unconscious for like a half a second. And eventually they called the fight. So he got it via submission, but he like almost knocked him out right before. So it was crazy, man. So McKee is now the new 145-pound Bellator champion. So big shout out to him. He's like a big uh, prospect in the in the sport coming up. So I know a lot of people in the UFC probably looking at that name going like, this is probably a guy we can target into the future. When he becomes a free agent, possibly, so we'll see when that happens. We'll see, we'll see, but uh, yeah, man, hell, some good fights, there's some good fights. I think there's some good u f c fights coming up on the docket. um let's see here, let's see. oh yeah, next weekend, Derek Lewis and Cyril Gunn for the interim heavyweight belt, which, I, in my opinion, probably shouldn't have been created. Why are we taking belts away from Francis Ngannou for? <laughs> like, it's not really necessary. But, uh, yeah, uh, just let that man f- rest up and travel Cameroon and do what he wants Do on the media tour. Let him do it for fucking eight months if he wants to, man. Who cares, man? <clears throat> Heavyweights, like, they don't always fight in most, like a lot of times throughout the year. They might fight Two or three times in a year, man. Like, chill. Chill. So, yeah. Jose Aldo, Pedro Munoz, Vicente Luque, and Michael Chiesa. What else? We got Tisha Torres, Angela Hill. Song Yadong versus Casey Kenny. We got some good fights. See how those turn out. So, yeah, that's the UFC... News here. Um, oh, yeah, I guess the last sport we'll talk about. We got some NBA news on the horizon. Uh, free agency is today, which is crazy because, like, some of the guys are playing for, like, the Olympics, and they got to be, like, dealing with all this free craziness with the free agency and whatnot. So uh, let me see. This NBA free agency tracker. Let's see. Agency 2021. 20, Let's see here. Let's see here with a top rated app that lets you deposit checks and transfer money anytime anywhere banking nope nope sorry capital one not gonna play your ads alright let's check this out Uh, Lonzo Ball's going to Chicago via sign and trade Mike Conley decided to re-sign with the Jazz on a three year deal so I guess the Jazz have their core for the next few seasons Um, yeah he was banged up and they missed him First year there was a little shaky, but last year he, he had some su- good success. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. going to resign with the Mavs on a four-year deal. Okay, Heat acquire Kyle Lowry via sign and trade from Toronto. Uh, they give Jimmy Butler an extension, and Duncan Robinson got a new new contract. I think Duncan Robinson's was like, what was it, four years, ninety million, or something like that. Five years. I don't know. So, somewhere around it was like 18 a year. Um, Chris Paul, he's re signing with the Suns with a four year deal. I think that was very expected. Doug McBuckets, Dougie McDermott, he's going to San Antonio on a three year deal, um, which I think they're also picking up Zach Collins, too, who was uh, the guy who kept getting hurt for Portland. So, they're giving a flyer on him. Uh, Dwight Howard's going to go back to the Lakers which is news he's going to team up there once again uh, with LeBron. And this time they got Russell, Russell Westbrook, and Anthony Davis. So like that will be an interesting roster, see what they do there. Uh, let's see, Trevor Ariza, uh, Kent Bazemore, and Wayne Ellington also going to the Lakers. So there's your cheap veteran shooters. <laughs> there you go. Uh, let's see, Alex Caruso, former Laker, now he's going to Chicago. He signed a four-year deal there. Let's see, the New York Knicks signed Evan Fournier. They got Derrick Rose back, Noel, and Alec Burks. So they signed all those guys. Uh, Trey Young looks like he's more than likely going to agree to a five-year extension, maximum extension, to stay with uh, Atlanta. So he'll be down there running with the Young Hawks. And it looks like Blake Griffin agrees to a one-year deal to run it back with the Nets. So he's going to be still doing that. Um, let's see here. What else? All right, Alex. Daniel Tice, the center, going to the Rockets via sign-and-trade. Uh, TJ McConnell going to Indiana. Will Barton going to the Nuggets. <clears throat> What else? Cameron Payne resigning with the, the Phoenix Suns. Three years, 19 million. It's kind of low, but like I think he's a guy who wants to get his money. Yeah, he's bounced around. So he deserves to get paid. He had a very good postseason last year. Drew uh, Michael Green going to the Nuggets. Furcon Corkma's back to Philly. <coughs> All right, now we're just getting into the weeds of shit. David Nwaba, the Rockets. PJ Tucker over to Miami, Corey Joseph to the Pistons, Toy Craig to the Pacers, Jeff Green to the Nuggets. They have him at center. He's not a center. He's a forward. And, um, Bobby Portis back to the Bucks. Uh Mo Harkless going to Sacramento Kings. Welcome to Sacramento Mo. I think he could be a decent player. Uh Alex Lynn signs to Sacramento. Uh so I guess they re signed him. Um, another big guy. You can throw him out there. Mike Muscala to the Thunder. Sterling Brown to the Mavericks, Trey Lyles to the Pistons, JaVale McGee to Phoenix. Ooh, okay, JaVale. JaVale signed that shit while he was with Team USA. What's up? Uh, Gorgie Dang over to Atlanta, Max Struess to Miami, Nicholas Batum. Oh, looks like he's going back to the Clippers. Uh, he was. He had gotten some interest from some other teams, I saw. Hmm. Solomon Hill to the Atlanta Hawks again. End of the rotation guy. Uh, Austin Rivers back to the Nuggets. Dwayne Denman to the Heat. Cody Zeller to Portland. Boban to the Mavericks back again uh what else did we talk about uh Garrett Temple the Pelicans Devontae Graham the Pelicans all right yeah that's about it that's (laughs) I could have just not gone with the last like three minutes of this whole discussion but anyway that's your like most recent NBA update so like we've had some stuff kind of being shaked around but nothing super crazy I think the biggest news is probably I want to say what the Lakers did and then probably what Miami has done too um Lakers have kind of retooled their roster this is kind of what you do when you got top heavy like um you know, you know, two or three main guys on your team as your superstars. Um, you got to fill it out with a lot of, like, you know, small contracts, veterans at the end of their career looking to, like, put it together. And then, like, a lot of times they want veterans anyway because those are typically players that they can trust in playoff type of positions. And, um, you know, so... Uh, you know Le- LeBron when he got there it was him and the baby Lakers, and now it's just like the they just uh, the average age just cranked it right back up. So all those guys have pretty much got delta have been gone because now Kuzma's out of the out of town. So it was interesting because the Sacramento Kings they because uh, the NBA draft happened last week and that was a whole discussion as to what Sacramento was going to do. The because um, they have some some interesting roster. Uh, construction as it sits right now. They got the Fox. They have Tyrese Halliburton, right? Those look like they're probably gonna be their two guards moving forward. Um Buddy Hill is still on the team and he's another guy who's like needs to be shooting guard but like jacks up a lot of shots sometimes. So he's his numbers and his like amount of minutes as he's played is kind of you know it's been so so. <clears throat> And he's been moody about getting off the bench, you know, coming off the bench and whatnot. So, so there's been a lot of rumors about he he him possibly moving. The rumor was him going to the Lakers for Kuzma and Montrez Harrell, and that was like the word that that they were gonna possibly do because Montrez he had a he had the ability to opt out of his contract and he decided to opt in. So he can be a part of like any one of these deals. So he ends up moving to Washington, D.C., uh, along with Kuzma to go play for the Wizards. So they uh, they made that that decision to move on from Russell Westbrook after season. So Russ, he's been on the move all over the place, jumping around. So Oklahoma to my, uh, Houston to D.C. and now over to L.A. So now he's back, back home in Los Angeles. So... Um, <laughs> Yeah man. Uh <laughs> what was I going to say? There's uh it's funny because like Russ is actually like pretty cool with a good amount of comics and he has like one of his friends who he grew up with is a comic out here in LA and he's uh he's an interesting cat this 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 guy don't <laughs> but anyway um one of the guys he's had on his his uh on his lineups before is this uh this guy's a sacramento kings fan um what's his name lance woods yeah (laughs) lance is funny lance is a funny guy he's from sacramento and he's a huge king he's come on the sacramento kings broadcast that's how i first saw him i was like man who's this comic guy but uh he's cool i never met him i think uh i'll probably run into him at some point uh up there in norcal but um yeah man (laughs) <laughs> he posted about it He's just like I don't know how to feel about this Cause uh, Russ is uh It's like I want Russ to do good Cause like I, I fuck with him But like I hate the Lakers So <laughs> it's like Is there any way That he can win But the Lakers lose somehow He made some posts About that shit I thought that was Kind of funny So uh, yeah Russ coming back to LA uh, Dude the biggest amount of tea though That I saw That was fucking hilarious The, the funniest part about it This whole ordeal so he's back in LA, right? There was a store there was like a little tidbit that was dropped in one of these like stories that like ESPN ran where allegedly this isn't his first time trying to make it to LA to go back to to you know live over here and uh, play with the Southern California franchise, right? In the NBA. So there was a apparently there was a time before Kawhi Leonard decided to go with the Clippers, right? Where Russell Westbrook and Paul George are teammates on the Oklahoma City Thunder, right? So that's uh, that's where they were. So they're on the team together. Apparently, Russell calls up Kawhi and tells him, just like, hey, man, you know what would be really awesome, what would be really cool, is if, like, the two of us teamed up and went to la and like went with the clippers right like that'd be awesome like we both be coming home i know you're from uh where's where's uh riverside no it's not riverside that's where paul george is from um where is kawhi leonard from fresno is that right kawhi leonard Throw up. So, yeah, Kawhi's actually a free agent. He opted out, so I think he's going to resign with the Clippers. That's the expectation. Yeah, Marino Valley. Yeah, Riverside. I guess Riverside. Um, where's Paul George from? Hold on. So Anyway... Oh, yeah, he's from Fresno. Paul George from Fresno. Um, or Palmdale. Went to Palmdale. In high school in Palmdale. He was born out there anyway. Right, whatever. So, <laughs> it's crazy. So, he calls him up on the phone, right? And he's just like, hey, man, it'd be cool if we go play with each other, right? And Kawhi, like, takes that information and is like, uh-huh, all right, sure, yeah, okay, I'll let you know, man. Gets off the phone. Picks up the phone again. Calls Paul George and goes, yo, man, your teammate Russ, he's trying to team up with me to go to Los Angeles to go play with the Clippers. Man, I would rather play with you than I would rather play with him. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So Kawhi ends up orchestrating the whole thing to get Paul George from the Oklahoma City Thunder and not Russell Westbrook. So, (laughs) like, I'm like, damn, that's cold blooded, bro. (laughs) <laughs> the fact that he manipulated that whole situation And uh, eventually Russ got traded to Houston Cause like once that shit kind of backfired on him It was just like alright fuck Fuck OKC, fuck the Thunder We we ain't doing this shit no more So uh <laughs> Yeah man I thought that was kind of crazy man Fucking Kawhi Leonard just pulling the strings back here Doing it all, doing the most So um <laughs> Kawhi's a bad dude man He's a He's a bad Bad dude <laughs> cold-blooded man cold-blooded <laughs> i was watching dan livertar talk about this earlier today with uh, amino hassan and his whole crew for his new show <laughs> man that full Kawhi is just like ruthless <laughs> like they don't get uh he doesn't get as enough uh uh media attention and shit like that because he's so quiet and to himself and like nobody knows what the hell he's thinking so uh But damn, man! Like fuck, (laughs) the fact that he went behind Russell's back and just said, "Nah, son, fuck off. I want your teammate, dude. Like, I want to go play with PG. Uh, This dude will defer to me (laughs) and let me shoot it when I'm when I'm feeling it. Um, You know, he might pass the ball a little bit more and what have you. So, (laughs) I thought that shit was pretty wild. That's some some uh, NBA tea for you for the evening. I'm crazy. There's a lot of uh a lot of craziness has been going on. It's uh <laughs> it's funny. Before it was uh what was it? Um the the they said the sidekick switch teams. It was Lebron with Kyrie and it was K D with Russ and now it's Russ with LeBron and it's Kyrie with KD over in Brooklyn. So so yeah, we'll we'll see how the Nets do the next year. That's gonna be an interesting, interesting matchup. We'll see. We'll see how that happens. But yeah, man. That I mean that's about it. I think we're done with the show. About ninety minutes in. Uh thank you once again for tuning in on Twitch. Uh thank you so much for the people who are gonna be watching this on YouTube after the fact. This is uh, this has been episode number 96 of the Puro Caballero Show. We're getting to that triple-digit mark. Um, I was planning on having some more guests here and doing it face-to-face, but I guess that's going to have to wait a couple weeks uh, and what have you. All right, so thank you so much for tuning in to the Puro Caballero Show. As always, we are available to listen and watch on Twitch, YouTube, and anywhere you, you get your podcasts, including Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, Apple Podcasts, podcasts google podcasts where have you um say yeah just go ahead and look that up um give us some support we very much need uh, all of that as much as we can gotta get the numbers up it's how we do it and uh yeah so i will be in isolation probably until next week at some point um the out of breath productions comedy uh shows at the friend bar Titled The Let's Be Friend Comedy Show will be coming August tenth. That is the plan. I will be posting about that all up on my Instagram and my uh socials. You can follow me at puro Caballero. That's P U R O C A B A L L E R O. Far You Green goes, okay. All right. So um trying to think if there's anything else. Um yeah, I'll be posting all my new comedy shit as soon as I get healthy, all up on there. And yeah. So be safe, get vaccinated, try to not get the vid. This delta shit is fucking me up, man. I've been trying to avoid the delta as much as possible in my life by number one being uh trying not to go to community college. <laughs> number two, moving out of the San Joaquin Delta area. And then uh number three, trying to fucking stay vaccinated and all this shit. But it got me. It fucking got me. So anyway, different deltas, but y'all you y'all, y'all know. <laughs> oh man crazy delta like there's there's a uh, delta airlines the acronym was don't ever leave the airport <laughs> i feel like for the delta variant it's just it doesn't ever leave the air <laughs> this damn virus man so anyway anyway shit happens man i got covid it can happen to anybody so be safe and be cool people all right thank y'all so much y'all been fucking amazing y'all been awesome And uh, that's been episode 96 of the Puro Caballero Show. Thank you so much. Yee!